Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. And I'm Adam Gobeski, and please welcome our three anniversary Riffic guests. We have Doug Gobeski. Hello. Tony Huff. Hey, thanks for having me. And Paul Wilcox. It's great to be here. And we're here to discuss the 15th anniversary of the Gobeski Wallace Report. Wow, that's a surprise wow. to me. I mean, I guess I knew it was happening, but I didn't know that was this episode. Yeah, it is episode two twenty five. Is there but like a is there a name be, for that? Like you know what? Some sen, sesqua, you know how many sesquas can you add? Fancy name for two twenty five fifth anniversary. <laughs> 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 I like that he keeps yeah, like fifteen. Uh, quasqua, quasqua bicentennial. That's not yeah, perfect. <laughs> I was gonna guess something a little different, but. So, so yeah, let's, uh, let's say this is episode 225, no matter what, even if they end up being out of order. Okay. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. But the podcast began on September 23rd, 2007, so it won't be oh. the exact date, but it'll be, you know, close. And so, yeah, we're, we're here to, uh, to celebrate an anniversary and also talk about uh, Tony's recent trip to Arizona. Land, land, yo. I was going to actually say that when you said Arizona, it just felt right to land land. Yo, why did that feel right to you? I'm not sure we've discussed this for anyone listening. Really? This is, this I, is, I do not know that this has come up completely this is, inside. This is outside context. For yeah. It's inside jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. So my senior year of college, I uh, studied abroad for what, like June and July and so on the schedule, it had me off at Mason Hampton Center Phillips. And since Adam was the person who created the schedule and where it would say off, it said Tony's off to Spain land land yo. And that was enough words to fill in the entire week. So for about a month and a half, that's what it said. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Nice. And so then when Adam quit, a... I put him on the schedule still. <laughs> Oh, I don't think I knew this. And wrote Arizona Land Land Yo for as long as I was still there. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like, what, a month or two? Uh, I, was, I ended up quitting in like October. So oh, yeah. okay. A couple months. But yeah, Tony uh, came out for uh, Labor Day and uh, we uh, had basically a mini shenaniganza. Not a full shenaniganza because not everyone was there in person, but a mini one. I don't know that mini ones get their own individual names but we still had fun and there were a couple of things that happened that are worth discussing yes we hit the ground running brianna and tony were discussing the weather in the car basically a minute after we left the airport and uh brianne said something to the effect of how we're in a heat dome but we probably won't get a haboob which is a dust storm and tony was like i want to see a boob at which point i mind lifting up my shirt to uh, show a nipple and uh, he said, okay, well, I guess I can go now. There's nothing left to see in Arizona. I've seen it all. <laughs> I saw the booze. Saw the other one <laughs> earlier. <laughs> and so that, that became a thing where you just mind lifting up your shirt and the other person was like, all right, I guess I have to go. Which I don't really understand how that became a thing. Like, I, I'm still for the life of me. Like, how did this, like, it's funny the bits that just, like, hold on. <laughs> For an yeah. entire visit. <laughs> it's the it's the organic bits. I guess, yeah. It was just... It was the ones you try to force tend not to work, but the ones out of nowhere, those are the ones that work. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember any of our forced bits. I feel like we really tried some at some point. Uh, I probably have a list somewhere. Or we could just listen <laughs> to some podcasts. Yeah, we'd have, to, <laughs> we'd have to consult the record to find those. We did something we'd never done before, which was go play indoor mini golf. Ooh. Adam made me upset when he aced a uh, like one of the most more difficult holes on the course. They like told you like, okay, so these particular holes like they're they're hard. So like once you get a five, just move on. Because you know we're busy. We're trying to keep the thing moving. Yeah, which actually it did move relatively quickly, which was kind of nice. So I went, did my five, and was like, okay, this is tough. Adam throws it, throws the uh, his like ball down. And then just like hits the ball into the cup. And he's like, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what the problem was. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's one of those moves that like doesn't work a hundred times, but the one time it works. <laughs> it's I mean, worth the it. way that it like <laughs> like when it went into the hole and it just kept going around and around in a circle, <laughs> like. <laughs> There was some force behind it, but that's what he had to do. He, yeah. he, knew, he knew what he had to do. Nice. And it was actually 3D mini golf, so they gave you 3D glasses, and uh, that was a non-starter. I wanted to pull up. Just nausea Hold golf. On. <laughs> Doesn't miniature golf take place in three-dimensional space to begin with? We already had this conversation off the podcast, but we can definitely have it again. Okay, sure, yeah, please do, because... I need some help understanding this. And I think we established that if you didn't have the 3D glasses, you got flattened out. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. They were like, please stand by this press. You get the special course. Unlike when Adam and I were playing 4D Battleship. Oh, yeah, that did happen. (laughs) Is that where you're allowed to move them around? No, that's where you have uh, 100 different Battleship play fields all go (laughs) (laughs) so he's like b37 you missed (laughs) but the best part is that we were just saying letter number combinations to each other and brian walked in she's like what are you guys doing because we would just be like a15 (laughs) always missing yeah like, oh, well, you didn't hit it in that particular universe. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you playing Battleship? <laughs> hey, hold up a second. That actually sounds like a decent idea for an online computer game. You know, you, you set up like a dozen different Battleships, you know, just place your, your things. But then every time you launch a strike, it attacks the same spot on each board. So, then, <laughs> you know, you just go until you know, somebody has... You know, just to the last ship. Well, we were actually... I think, it, I think it worked. We were thinking of it more as you attack a square on a particular board, but you don't say which board it is, and therefore it's always going to end up being a miss because you just <laughs> choose the miss board. Yeah. You get to just... Like, yeah. Well, this sounds like an interminable game. <laughs> it's like multiverse bingo, where eventually, you know, some universe has a bingo card where everything is a bingo. Everything's a battleship. (laughs) (laughs) Oops, all battleships. (laughs) (laughs) In this universe, the rules of battleship are different. And it's about trying to hit the holes in the ocean that aren't ships. So far, you've sunk 403 battleships. (laughs) You're losing. It's like golf scoring. You're trying to save the battleships while firing missiles into the ocean. (laughs) So yeah, we had a good time, and then we so we did mini golf, and then we went to the restaurant next door. Buy the bucket, hot spaghetti to go. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real place. That could very well be amazing. So we went in. Sounds promising. We went and they asked us, "Do you want the one or the five? So naturally, we went with the five. And they pulled out a five-gallon bucket of hot spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Like Home Depot style. Yeah, I think they were Lowe's branded, but yeah, <laughs> like the blue bucket. It was yeah. very dark blue. <laughs> that way, like it contrasts against the sauce. And we had to pay a deposit on the five-gallon bucket, you know, so that you bring it back. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, recycle, and all that. That's not true. We didn't go. But we wanted to pretend that we, we talked for clout. We talked about it so much that it feels like we created the memory of going. Like, it is how false memories are, are implanted. Yeah. We I mean, talked. I feel like I went, too. <laughs> <laughs> but the restaurant was real. Tony can send a photo. That's how Brian Williams got uh, got in trouble, guys. You better be careful. Wait, what did Brian Williams do? Wait, Brian Williams ordered five gallons of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is where he uh, he doesn't he say he was like in a helicopter that was being shot at, and it was like a false memory that he created, and so oh, people got yeah. angry with him. Yeah, I do remember that. I'm not sure what that has to do with spaghetti, though. 
Well, the spaghetti false memory. The, the, spaghetti. the stolen valor of having been <laughs> given the five. We thought this guy <laughs> ate so much spaghetti, and he ate none How that night. Spaghetti? He was just a con man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like the timeout lounge has turned into a little bit of a false memory myself. <laughs> What what part do you think is false? <laughs> Are you claiming it didn't really happen? <laughs> no, no, it happened, but I don't think the smell was as bad as Paul makes it out. I never talk about the smell. <laughs> I know. You're, that's why I said there's a false memory. You're, you're always the one who talks about the smell. <laughs> I was proud of it. You were proud of it. <laughs> I just want to know if you ever like are like walking by trash and you like get a whiff of it and it takes you back to the timeout lounge. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I think the only thing that does is me having me experiencing what you did. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So it's just a Thursday night for Paul. Yep. Too, too much dairy. Oh, that's yeah. right. Uh, Tony has a new workout for your abs. Yeah. So my, um, my trainer has been really trying to get me to work on my core. And so I figured if I just started taking Ipecac dairy supplements <laughs> that I would get a good ab workout from all the convulsions from throwing up. He, but he says they're supplements, but he's, he's really describing a gallon of an Ipecac and milk mixture. Yeah. <laughs> and then the lactose intolerant starts to really get those, <laughs> get you to start spasming out while you have diarrhea. It's a good way to engage the core, right, Charlie? Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> We, we broke Charlie. <laughs> it's like, how do I build on that? How do I make that funnier? There's, <laughs> there already is. Yeah, there's already throw I mean, up. There's only so many ways to involuntarily engage your core. <laughs> <laughs> the the lay on the couch and get your abs zapped by electro. Oh, yeah, thing, yeah. You know? <laughs> the infomercial special. <laughs> <laughs> The, the machine with the belt that's vibrating that you just like stick <laughs> like yeah. oh. should bring those back why aren't those in all the gyms <laughs> I would yeah. love to do, let's have a milkshake and just get in a good ab workout going <laughs> and then uh, Tony Brown and I did, uh, did an escape room kind of <laughs> badly <laughs> Tony's Bistro yeah we picked it because it was called Tony's Bistro <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I guess that makes And we asked for clues. And yeah, then... yeah, and it turned out to be a four difficulty. Yeah. We were we asked for clues and then I started bitching at the the game master or whatever you call her. Uh the overseer. The overseer. She's like, Well, you know, try this. And I'm like, We've tried it. The lock isn't working. So then she just like gave us like the combination and like we had it pretty much like figured out except for we didn't know there was like an like another number so i'm like this it's three seven two where's two <laughs> and then she's like, why don't you check over here and find this key <laughs> so just like giving a then like gave no us i think she trip. eventually just said the water bottle opens or something yeah like oh. check the bottom of the water bottle that screws <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a water bottle with a screw bottom, Charlie? Like a false bottom? Is that a thing? No. That's like a secret agent thing. Right. Like, would you check a water bottle for that? No. Unless, was there some tip-off, like, visually? that? I mean, if you looked in the bottles, it looked weird, and you, we could hear something inside it. But then it activated some magnets, and so we just thought it was something for a later puzzle, and it uh... turns out you know, it just also was magnetic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was kind of upset. I was so proud of myself to think that it was magnetic. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, like I f- figured this part out of the, the thing. But uh, eventually we got to it with a few more hints. And, uh, <laughs> and and we technically, I guess, completed it in more time than we were allowed. But Probably I guess one like, was after us. Like three minutes. Yeah. Like eventually we were fine, but we were struggle bussing for a while. <laughs> It was it was difficult, especially when like you know you're starting and we're like finding different things, and all of a sudden we're like, okay, there's 45 minutes left. We're like, okay, you know, we haven't really struggled yet. Like we've kind of progressed, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, there's 20 minutes, and we're at the exact same point. Right. 
<laughs> we, like we've solved one additional puzzle at this point. But it was one of the top ten things to do in Chandler. Um, that's what the Chandler website says. It was fun. It was just it was a bit more frustrating than I think I was anticipating from other escape rooms I've done. We really needed more people. I think we needed like more cognitive diversity. Yeah, that might have helped. <laughs> Someone who just really likes to pick up, like can't help but pick up things and start like twisting them and stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually, we missed the- someone with a little more tactile uh, compulsions. We missed like the sugar, like unscrewing the sugar thing or whatever. Well, because you know it looked like sugar. Like, are we supposed to dig in the buckets of spaghetti and look for stuff? <laughs> That's I, why they call it the undercover meatballs. meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I bring up the buckets of spaghetti to the girl? Okay. Uh, I can't remember if you did or if you just did it in the room so that she could hear you. Oh, yeah. Let's let's make a false memory right now about it. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was when Brienne told one of the workers, like she had to go to the bathroom. She's like, hey, there's no toilet paper. And they're like, oh, thank you for letting me know. <laughs> Just like didn't do anything to resolve it. <laughs> so Tony is a very assertive now. And he was like, hey, uh, so she couldn't use the bathroom because they're out of toilet paper. Could you go get some for her, please? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, sorry. And the person was wearing Michigan like clothing. Like they had a Mackinac hat on, like a, a Detroit, Detroit shirt. shirt. So I, I felt like I could be extra. And I was like, oh, I like your shirt. And he was like, thanks. Uh, my stepdad's from there or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these are free clothes. <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these are, I don't want to do the laundry. I guess <laughs> I'm just going to work. <laughs> I live in Chandler, Arizona. There's no way anyone from Michigan is going to say anything. <laughs> I actually saw a guy today wearing a Michigan State shirt, and I was like, hey, go green. He was like, what? And then realized that he was wearing MSU, and then he's like, oh, uh, go white. (laughs) (laughs) That describes basically every interaction I had in Arizona wearing Michigan State stuff for a long time until I eventually figured out, like, go white should be the response instantly. But there were definitely times, because, like, when you're in Michigan State, like in East Lansing, it doesn't really come up that much. People don't really yell "Go Green" at each other on the campus. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Except on like football day, right? But right. But so like people would be like "Go Green," I'd be like, uh, uh, "Yeah, uh, you too." <laughs> I feel like that—that's always been my reaction. Yeah. Uh, actually, Go Green, like, all right, yep, mm-hmm. you mean, got it. That's better than someone saying go green back to you. It's like, you really just messed everything up. <laughs> like, at least if you're just like, yeah, you too. Like, it's like, oh, okay. They, you know, they, they were caught off guard. But if someone like very confidently is like, yeah, go green. You're like, ooh, you didn't even go here. Although occasionally I would get people who would say go blue to me. And I would just be like, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good place too. <laughs> <laughs> Go blue. <laughs> All right. Because I hadn't I hadn't yet learned to just yell back, go f*** yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, that happened to me at the gym once where, like, the guy just came up next to me. He's like, go blue. And I'm like, because I was, like, listening to, like, music on my headphones. I was just getting some cardio. And I was like, what? What is happening? And he's yeah. like, your shirt. Because I was wearing a maintenance shirt that happened to have, like, a Spartan head on it. Oh. Wow. Gotcha. And That's I was like, really- oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> then we had a pleasant conversation where he tried to engage me in sports, and I had to confess that I knew nothing about sports, and I only went there for school. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, this is a work shirt. <laughs> like, I'm out in an Accenture t-shirt, and someone's like, Deloitte's better, you know. like <laughs> A Doyle rule. <laughs> State farmer um, die. Yeah. <laughs> So in, at one point in like the last year or so, the uh, mechanical engineering magazine that I get as part of one of my uh, professional society memberships, it had uh, a feature on labs doing cool things at universities. And it was like, you know, like number one, Michigan State University. And I'm like, yeah, sweet. Let's see what kind of cool stuff they're doing there. 
And it like set, it must have stayed at Michigan State University at least half a dozen times over the course of two paragraphs. They meant University of Michigan. <laughs> like I'm like I look over at the picture and I'm like, wait, why is there a a maze M on the oh oh okay you know Michigan's State University University <laughs> of Michigan one of Michigan. <laughs> It is in the state. <laughs> I mean, this sucks, but if I were a University of Michigan alum and reading this and just seeing it in Michigan State University every single time, I'd probably be pretty upset. So Good. Me, I was okay with it. But yeah, we uh, Tony, well, I can't speak for Tony, but I had a good time with Tony in town, and hopefully he had a good time being in town. I did. It was really hot. <laughs> it was. There's a heat dome. It was a heat dome. No boobs, just heat. Just domes. <laughs> yep. Under the dome. Under the yeah. dome. Under the I, heat dome. 108, uh, something like that? I think it was 110 one day. Yeah, it might have been, yeah. So where I live, it's been it's like 60s every day, right? Um, and it's been that way pretty much all summer. And one of my friends out here, I was texting and saying like, oh my God, it's so cold here. Going to Arizona, I will never bitch about it being cool here. Um, it's fine. Just put a jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> At least yeah. when it's cooler, you can do things. You know, put a jacket on. Uh, yeah. It, you when it's really hot, go- they start arresting you when you start trying to adjust. Exactly. <laughs> I think that should be part of like our adjustments to climate change is like changing our social norms about public nudity. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul... Uh, I found a, a, a nude beach in San Francisco. Oh, okay. So if you want to go uh, and kind of see how it is. Yeah. I mean, there's probably, there's some in Michigan, right? Yeah, in Sagatuck. Really? He just wanted to say Sagatuck. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get the chance to say it much anymore in California. I know. Out, out in Marina. You can't just say it. <laughs> just yeah. start dropping place names. Yeah. Like, like uh, oh, where's that by? And you just say it in a more obscure name. Yeah. I have to like tell people they're like, oh, where do you like where are you from? And I have to tell people I'm from Lansing. <laughs> Where's that? Uh you know where Pompeii is? <laughs> it's right next to, to, to Milan. <laughs> it's not near Water Valley, despite what you may have heard. Okay, what about Ubly? Do you know Ubly? <laughs> How about bad axe? <laughs> And my my favorite papa. <laughs> if you hit climax, you've gone too far. There's no going to, back. And I've been to hell and back, if you know what I mean. All right. So this week on local Michigan humor with Charlie and Adam, <laughs> we should have had Kevin on. <laughs> Charlie, do you have a pun <laughs> or a name? Is that yeah, what yeah. I? You have a Michigan city you really enjoy the name of? Hmm. Oh, you've hit all you got all the big hits there. Uh, like Olivet. <laughs> yeah. Olivet. Yeah. Charlie's like Luddington. <laughs> <laughs> Love taking the badger. Ypsilanti. Oh, that's where the uh, the penis uh, uh, building is. What actually is that? I don't actually is know. It is it a water like tower it, or, or something? Is that the business? You know, have you not been Ypsilanti? <laughs> I haven't. No. Really? Wow. Oh yeah, it's a it's a historical site. It was a residence at one point, according to the Wikipedia. Oh okay, I had to look it up, but that does look rather phallic. phallic? Yes, oh, there's a water tower. I remember Taylor Anderson talking about it because uh, him and Marissa moved there. Right. I just drop this in the chat, and then it can go into the blog. Wait, it was a water tower? You know, if you had to tell, ask me what it was, that would have been my guess. Is water tower? Because it's not in the right spot to be like a, a lighthouse. Right, I know. <laughs> oh, an elaborate city water work project. It's like a lighthouse or an observatory, but they forgot to have an opening at the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, you can see the ceiling like pretty, pretty close up. Not the right tool for the job, but I'm glad that it actually mentions in Cabinet Magazine, it was ranked as the world's most phallic building. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah. (laughs) The world's most phallic. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
phallic building. Wow. Most phallic building contest even has its own Wikipedia page. Oh, no. That's no, just, that just, just redirects to phallic architecture. Right. The Washington Monument. Which is like all architecture, really. Well, not all architecture, just, you know, all towers. Consciously. I just love looking at the pictures of buildings on here. But anyway, we're going to have Friendsgiving this year, and everyone's invited. Yeah. So come on out. Do we know where it's going to be at? Nope. So uh, come on out. So buy tickets to both Monterey and Phoenix. and then Or just keep- maybe pick a place halfway between and then just drive the rest of the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Big Bear Lake. Yeah, just hedge your bets. <laughs> San oh, no. Bernardino. I ain't getting COVID again. Do you think you got it at Big Bear Lake or from Las Vegas? Is, you know, from what like, I've read about how long it takes you to get sick, I probably got it either at Big Bear Lake or like the next day. Like when you went to that uh, subway or whatever. Where did you go when we all went to the Delta Company? Oh, I went to some, I don't know, some bubble tea place. There was like one person there. I don't think it... I know, but that's the place you went that we didn't go. Yeah, but I think that most likely just the whole dryness making my the my what sinuses bleed so much. I think I was just had my defenses down. You're just a really soft soft target. Oh yeah, because yeah. Brand and I are used to it, and Paul was extra hydrated the whole time. I I had like some nasal symptoms from the you know I like I was waking up with a sore throat for like a lot of the days. But yeah, I was pretty seriously uh, hydrated, especially after I accidentally got dehydrated. Oh, yeah. Then I just uh, overcompensated. I was going to say, Adam, I did have fun in Phoenix. Good. It was was a lot of fun. It's fun for the whole family, except for the parts where we hung out with Paul online. (laughs) Yeah, that was just fun for the the 18 and over family. (laughs) That's that's what dads do to unwind. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like this at all. (laughs) Guess you should have gone so blue with your material, Paul. (laughs) I'm just putting on an act. I love it. (laughs) Well, you know what, Paul? You're really good at it. Oh, there is one more bit that I want to mention real quick. And so I'll need Tony's help. Okay. Uh, Dad, can we get Count Chocula? No, son. This is a Boo Barrier bust household. <laughs> that was it. That was the bit. <laughs> Boo Barrier bust. <laughs> Boo Barrier bust. <laughs> Better oh. than a boob, than the Boo Berry and bust family. The, the, <laughs> the 18 and over. The 18 and over. 18 plus family. Adam, what, was the, what were the uh, chips that you saw? That we wanted Charlie to eat. Oh, there were the Frito chips. Oh, I found Funyun chips that I can oh, taste. Oh, wow. Yeah. If people want, I, I can go grab them. I have Funyun chips. I forgot I had them. We also tried some Oreos, Neapolitan Oreos. Yeah, they were okay. Hmm. Strawberry is a little overwhelming for my taste. It was kind of overpowered, everything yeah. else. We've done the Funyun chips before, haven't we? Uh, I think they're all, yeah, reissues. But I just couldn't remember what we'd done and what we hadn't done. Okay. Well, I'm not. I guess I'm but, not really sure. I might have simply got them and eaten them, and I don't know that we did it on the podcast, though. Well, we're creating memories, so if you want to say, <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, I'm going to create a false memory that yeah, we absolutely did that. <laughs> and if it turns out that the record doesn't show it, it's just because Charlie cuts all of those. Uh, for what it's worth, I just typed booberry and bust in quotation marks into DuckDuckGo and no results were found. Oh. Well, that's safe search moderate. Let me turn it off. <laughs> so, same thing. I just like the idea that dad's really upset, but like, it's the same company. <laughs> it's making all of them. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's such a preference. <laughs> we have undying loyalty to one of their product lines. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> So, Wavy Lay's Funyun flavored. Oof. Oh, that's a foul chip fart smell. That's like the worst of both regular Lay's and Funyuns combined. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Oh yeah, it's not going to get better from here. Are there chips that have a bad smell but taste good? Yeah, or original flavor Lay's. I just don't. I don't oh, know yeah, yeah. if there's a chip that I really like the the bag fart of at all. Hmm. Like I just I don't. You know, it's always like too much. It's like sour cream and onion without the sour cream. <laughs> But so you're not you a could, real Funyun head, though, are you? I am, but I think it's the cornmeal that you need. Okay. I think the potato's not working. Okay, yeah, because that was what my assessment was. Like, it's just like you took ruffle, original ruffles and just poured onion powder on it. <laughs> That's basically what it tastes like. So, so now Charlie's going to tell us about uh, chili cheese Fritos Lay's. Oh, yeah? I still haven't found them. I still haven't seen them. Again? I do have I do have something else to taste test, though. Are you going to dip it in uh, in Uzo this time? I mean, what Ew, alcohol do you got? <laughs> <laughs> I got a limited edition Coca-Cola Creations Dream World. Oh. Oh. It's dream flavor. This is the, it's got 240 calories per bottle. So it's Ooh. the zero sugar. <laughs> just fat Weak added sauce, fat not enough sugar <laughs> added fat and protein <laughs> no, it's just it's just, a, it's just oil based it's brought to you by Munis Industries <laughs> it's still carbonated though right there's no hints on the ingredient list I guess you wouldn't expect that but just natural flavors alright so I, I really didn't look up anything about this. Cara was upset because I put it in the fridge and it was sitting there for a while. And she's like, you didn't get me one? And I was like, oh, okay. So the next time I was out and I saw one, I got one for her. <laughs> so she tried it. Is she a novelty pop person? Yeah. Yeah. I think she will do that. I mean, I okay. think her you know, experience doing food, food formulation and things like that, she's always interested. But I told her that she was not allowed to let me Tell know what it tastes like. It. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you can have it, but I can't know about it. <laughs> no, no pop spoilers. Today. Needs to be a secret. I, I did look at her face and saw her stifling a reaction, though. So <laughs> I'm not particularly hopeful, but <laughs> trying we'll to see. remain aggressively yeah. neutral. All right, so I'm going to give it. I, the gorge. I will say, for me else. personally, I with the zero sugar version, I quickly developed Stockholm syndrome. So. <laughs> So the the initial one was bad, and then I adjusted. Oh, did you buy a case of them or something? No, I just bought a 20-ounce. Okay. All right, here goes. Oh, I can't place it, but it's good. I actually like it. It's like a peach almost. Yeah, yeah. That, okay, now that you're saying that, I can smell that. I recognize the smell, but now For you're me, saying it that. it was like peach mixed with juicy fruit gum. Yeah, I would buy that again. I'd buy that consistent. Well, I guess I'd have to taste the zero-calorie one. Yeah, the initials was just like, what is this? And then right. after about like, eh, maybe even just like a quarter of the bottle, I was like, yeah, okay, this is fine. I don't know that I'd go out of my way for more, but I don't hate drinking it. Yeah, yeah. Does it taste like dreams? Guess I depends guess. what your dreams maybe are like. <laughs> dream of peaches. It's either peaches maybe. or eggplants, man. I dream of peaches. Maybe that's <laughs> why I didn't enjoy it. It just wasn't nightmare fuel enough. <laughs> It just tastes like, like this sulfur. doesn't taste like dreams at all. <laughs> Where's the terror? <laughs> it's not salty enough. Yeah. I don't taste the sweat. I want something that tastes like, like somebody took my sweat-soaked sheets and just wrung them out into a bottle of Coke. <laughs> That's, That's what Dream Coke. World would taste like. So 15 years. Wow. That's longer than the Zoomers have been alive. I've been told. <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the Zoomers what are. The ages, the I think I think they're in their twenties now, or at least yeah. the older part of the generation is. Is that a good insult to use against someone? I I have a podcast older than you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on what you're going for. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that would go over really well with your average fifteen year old. They just they think you were so cool. <laughs> yeah, if there's one thing 15 year olds are into it's free form podcasts <laughs> so how do you feel about that charlie have a podcast that's older than both of your children oh it will always be 
Well, we don't know that. Well, <laughs> what about both of your children ages combined then? <laughs> they'll they'll pass oh. it eventually. Oh, <laughs> this is a good point. <laughs> Won't even be that long. <laughs> Not so impressive when you start adding children together, is it? <laughs> I mean, you know, like the whole people talk about collective years of experience. <laughs> right. You know, I, hate that. That actually, <laughs> I, I raised 150 years of children. Yeah, I, I actually hate that a lot. When they're like, there's over there's over 150 years of experience and facilities in this room. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> Tim doesn't count. He can barely he can barely read. Yeah. It's, it's not like you all learned different things. It's like the first year you all learned the same thing. Yeah, it's it's not like I mean that also the amount of knowledge mean, is only. Well, I mean, just experience. Yeah, yeah. They didn't say like expertise. Just said <laughs> right. I experienced or, going to work for a good lot experience. Of years. Right, could be a hundred and fifty years of bad experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be a bad thing, really. Yeah, there's over a hundred and fifty years of low quality experience in this room. That's a hundred fifty years of getting worse at your job, <laughs> <laughs> becoming complacent <laughs> every day, figuring out how you can get away with doing less. <laughs> Then the boss just goes, congratulations, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> That's that quiet quitting thing I heard about, right? I hate oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about things we hate. Is I that, just, I... Well, it is the 15th anniversary. <laughs> right. I felt so ahead of the curve. Like, oh, yeah, I've already been doing that. It's, uh, the, what's left for me to do? I guess I didn't leave any options on the table. I already <laughs> quietly quat. The thing that's hilarious about it, though, is that the reason that it's a story or people are even talking about it is because whoever decided to name it did a horrible job. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I got to do a, a blog article. <laughs> it just it has that like bitchy tone about it. Like it's like quiet quitting. I, I hate it. I hate the term so much. So, I mean, what did you imagine it was? I was just thinking like. I assumed it was like ghosting. <laughs> I felt like, like, like you just stopped yeah, going yeah, to work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I thought it was, was like, just like not going to work anymore. But it's like, I just do my job. Feeling like, valor from those guys who have jobs that for like 15 years that they never go to and nobody learns about it until, you know, the person is awarded like uh, five million hours uh, without a single sick day or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had someone else swipe my time card. For, for 30 years <laughs> well that'll always be the dream yeah it's like retiring in position like that's like that's my favorite term for quitting in position where it's just like i'm not doing anything but i'm still cashing them checks i mean that's the dream is to to be at a place where you can somehow do that without anyone figuring it out so what have been your favorite parts of the last 15 years, podcast-wise? I don't want to know about your real life, unless it came up on a podcast. Uh, I liked when we started doing Christmas episodes. <laughs> I like that we continue <laughs> yeah. to do that. You mean episodes where we talk about our Christmas gifts? Oh, yeah, certainly that too. But I, sorry, I liked the non, non-Gobeski-Wallace Report episodes that somehow sneak in at Christmas time. Oh, you mean when we uh, extend our clout to struggling podcasts? To yeah, help them exactly. Out once a year? Yep. <laughs> What's your favorite of those? Is it uh, butt stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, but beyond that, I would say I still like the Alf one. I'm still partial to that. Yeah. Honestly, it's hard to top it, the Alf one. It does feel like we got it right the first time. <laughs> yeah. that, that was that. The wings one wasn't I mean, I, bad, but it went some weird places. I feel like yeah, it got it got strange at the end. But I like I loved the concept. I, loved, I put in a lot of work for that intro song. That was cool. That's right. I remember that. I wish I would have said at the time. Can you leave more of it in there? Uh, faded out too quickly, but you know, too late now. I mean, we can tack it on the end of this one for you. Oh Just yeah, the absolutely. Full uncut version. Yeah, sure. That'd be great. I just remember being like, oh, yeah, there we go. And I was like, what? There was like another 75% of that to go. I mean, 
It turned out we needed That's an intro that was making too much long. material. <laughs> I think I remember thinking that at the time, or maybe it was even a note or something where it was like, <laughs> I want to play this whole thing, but I'm not sure I can. <laughs> like, he gave, gave me too much footage here. If I play the entire thing, does that become a joke? Is that is that funny enough that we can do it? <laughs> that was a problem with when I, for the like six months I was making movies. And like Daniel Baker would give me songs that were always way too long, and I had to figure out how to extend the credits to cover the whole <laughs> song. You know, I think maybe next time we do something like that, we can do like you ever hear. I'm trying to think of a specific like you know public radio type show. You know, like where they there's like some music, and then they like fade it in the background while they speak a little bit about the intro, but then they fade the music back up a little bit again. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. do that like a, maybe a few times. Right. That could that could be something. Actually, that could turn into a bit because if the song was long enough and it kept fading in and out, and we kept like <laughs> adding bits. Yeah. Because it like, was oh, we even that would still be short, like uh, maybe like a minute, minute maximum. You know, like yeah. more like thirty seconds maybe. But uh, if you did that for like a full like three minute song or something. Uh, what else do people like? Uh, I like the Mary Marvel movie march, but we just had an episode about that, so I don't want to go into more detail about that. Are there other things people like? I like cruise tips. Why don't we cruise... get more of that these days? Because it, it always devolves into a slot pot. It, yeah, <laughs> I can't think. It's like I'm stuck. We're really stuck in that slot pot. Maybe we just need to introduce Tony into the cruise tips. Uh, that was before my time. I know, so maybe... Now we could get you involved and you would have buffet cruise tips that weren't about creating a slot pot out of your purse. I mean, it sounds a lot like the spaghetti bucket. Yeah, actually. I can't wait. I just want to see that much spaghetti in one place. I know. Tony was really sad because he started looking into it and he was like, okay, this makes sense and I don't like it. (laughs) Wait, what? It just... It was like family style, and it was it just made sense. Like I was like, "Oh, there, there's a need. I get it." Like if you want spaghetti and meatballs, you know, it's more like a catering company, but like pasta based. Wait, was it that, catering? I thought you just said it was like family style. It was like family style, but it had like a catering like kind of feel. You know what I mean? Oh, gotcha. Like, yeah. It wasn't like catering prices, but it was like. Oh. What did it show a container? Yeah, it did, and it was just like nice and like the logo was fresh and modern, and they're just awesome. What did the bucket like? What was it like? Material was it cardboard? I would assume not like corrugated cardboard, <laughs> like wax, wax, yeah, paper, wax, yeah. wax, cardboard, paper. Yeah. Type. So, oh, okay, like a Chinese food container. Yeah, but maybe a little more heavy duty. So. Okay. Was it limited to just spaghetti noodles, or if I wanted, like, if you're silly, could I get that? I didn't look too far into it. I got really upset. I assume if you're called <laughs> hot spaghetti to go, you know, you got to stay within the lines. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just curious, because he said, you know, pasta. Just wondering if it was, like, general pasta. General pasta. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get our other general pasta. <laughs> Go to the general and save some time. <laughs> I uh, I like it when celebrities visit and tell us crazy things about their lives. <laughs> oh yeah! Like or lately, just, it just tends just to be Frankie one... Muniz. But I like when you know, like Hart came out and uh, told us about Jungle to Jungle and Jungle One Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. And uh, how they were going to write a song called Barracuda. <laughs> it was a sequel to Barracuda. <laughs> Adam. Yo. So I remembered another bit that we could potentially do for the podcast. I'm game. We go to every single Chili's too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we booked uh, flights with 33 layovers. <laughs> so we can hit up all the Chili's twos in the country. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. everyone has to take a segment. <laughs> Say so you're gonna you're gonna have to have lots of different debit and credit cards with you because they're all gonna get canceled pretty quickly. <laughs> well, we know some we, weird activity. We no, you just keep hitting yes when they send you the text. When they say, "Is this you?" You say yes. 
<laughs> we did think about just buying the tickets so that we could get through TSA, then driving to the next airport. So you didn't have like, <laughs> <laughs> And then that was like, okay, at what point do you get flagged? <laughs> well, yeah, I was I was kind of wondering like how how many tickets you can buy for yourself that are conflicting. Do, do the airlines like just not let you do that? Or is that against FAA regulations to buy Im- impossible tickets? You mean one that flies out of Seattle at 1 and one that flies out of D.C. at one twenty or something? <laughs> yeah, like is that fraud to do that? You know, they're like, well, you can't possibly honor both of these. And yeah. it's a contract or something, you know, like I, I don't know how it works. The only way is to try. So <laughs> I've, I'm kind of working up the courage to see if I can get on some kind of list. TSA drags you off of the plane and throws you on jail for the crime of not flying? For the the crime of capitalism. And you say, say, listen, I have a Chili's 2 problem. They they go, oh, I'm sorry, sir. We have this rehabilitation uh, program. (laughs) You're not the first person to have this issue. I just uh, put tickets and I I have to go. I can't stop. Tony brings up another thing I enjoy about the podcast, and that's recounting all the shenanigans. Oh, yeah. It's a good way to uh... terrify Charlie. I don't know. (laughs) Or educate, prepare. It's a thin line between terror and education, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say record for posterity. (laughs) So no, no bits will go forgotten. Oh, a bit and still get forgotten, but less than <laughs> less than before. Yeah. Like we haven't even talked about Faye Tony Huff yet. Oh my gosh. I forgot about Faye Tony Huff. How could you? It's your OnlyFans. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, everybody's got an old OnlyFans account they forgot about. <laughs> I just keep getting a check. I don't know why these people don't <laughs> I keep getting a check. I request paper checks from OnlyFans. <laughs> I like it when there's a paper trail. But Paul gets arrested for tax fraud for his OnlyFans because he doesn't pay his taxes. <laughs> it just goes into the account and sits there, you know. It's just it's like, I, hey, I, I'm a 1099. Like, <laughs> I only have to do my my taxes quarterly <laughs> every 25 years. <laughs> So uh, we have a sign in our house that spells out faith, but the F, A, and I were covered by a photo. So Tony was like, hey, it's my initials. Why do you have my initials in your house? Then we had to tell him that it actually said faith. And I said, I guess it could spell Faye T-H, Faye Tony Huff. (laughs) And then that spinned off into a whole thing where we were live streaming the game we were playing, 4D Battleship. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. No, it's hit the like, smash the subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) And ring that bell. But the best part of that was when uh, Brianne and Tyler came in and saw us doing that and then left the live stream because they didn't want to be a part of it. Maybe they don't like us. I just assumed they didn't want to be internet famous. That's true. Get those sweet, sweet royalty checks that Paul's been cashing. That's right. Yeah. Or do you not cash them, Paul? You just hold on to the paper checks. I just leave the checks, yeah. Can't be income if they're just checks, right? (laughs) I mean, I guess if you don't let them come in, they can't be income. (laughs) 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 Could you imagine going to court and saying that? (laughs) (laughs) That's a Let's engineer a trial so I could say this and get it put yeah. in the record. That's almost as good as saying, no, I declassified these as I walked out. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about so it. So it happened. <laughs> that makes perfect sense to me. Bankers are all a bunch of blood-sucking vampires, and they have to be invited in. So if you if you don't allow the, the checks into your bank account, they have no power over you. That was a bit more cerebral, but I like it. Good job. We also watched the count. We Sense, did. Like the Sesame the sen- Street one? Yeah, the Sesame Street count censored. Oh. We watched what? the good one, and then we watched the bad one. No, Brianne watched the bad room. We walked away. So there's a there's a, a video of the count where 
he's singing a song and every time he says the word count they bleep him and, oh yeah uh, yeah i've seen that yeah so it makes it sound dirty because we all have dirty minds mm. well i mean if you're bleeping something presumably it's a bad word right i mean it's not yeah. that dirty a mind i guess i think they edit it though too to have the k sound too. yeah i kind of think that too i it's couldn't decide funny. if it was that or if it was some weird linguistic process but it's probably that but it's still funny it is so then they tried a sequel and it talked about well i don't actually know exactly but it sounded like it was it was something about counting the children in his classroom but there we it go went yeah. really downhill really fast and we all walked away we're like all right you had a funny bit you pushed it way too far it's like sharknado 2 no <laughs> i'm over it sharknado 7 colon just no just no <laughs> what else do you like charlie about the podcast there's been a handful of episodes where we're actually in the same room. I really like those. Oh, yeah. Well, come out to to Phoenix. Use that ticket you never used. Yeah, I guess I still could. Yeah. Because the world got canceled the day you were going to fly. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was afraid they wouldn't let me back. It was less like, could I not make it there? It was like, could I make it back home? That may have still been a legit fear. Like. That, like oh, them, yeah, I yeah think that, that was right around that time. Even yeah. in retrospect. Yeah, we were, I mean, like, yeah, I was afraid. we were worried we weren't going to make it uh, back. Uh, just you know, that's, that's not earlier. one of those overblown fears. Like, you have to Lysol all your groceries, you know. That was, <laughs> right, that's like yeah. a legit fear. But I remember. But that was also, Lysoling the groceries was a legit fear at the time, too, right? Right, but that's what I'm saying is, like, even in retrospect. Oh, I see. It's still, it doesn't seem like laughable mm-hmm. well like, i have can you believe uh, it i haven't stopped lysoling my groceries but not because of covid because <laughs> <laughs> he likes the taste you're just addicted now i got hooked and also like i like to you know like to support their product line <laughs> i like to support non-local business <laughs> i don't like it when the economy changes again you know like they ramp up production of all these wipes and now I need to keep up my consumption of wipes. <laughs> I need to do my part. I'm doing my part to keep this COVID economy burning hot. I liked uh, when we did the podcast in the old Wonders cafeteria. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Now it's classrooms. We, could, we couldn't do that today. Oh, yeah. Because none of us have access? <laughs> they wouldn't let us in, huh? <laughs> They probably wouldn't. Well, I mean, I know enough people that I could get let in, but that that space doesn't exist the way that we when we were there. I'm sure we could take a couple hours and make it that's close to that space. Yeah, again. A couple if you just get us in, we can do some. Possibly, <laughs> <laughs> we, we could do some real damage. <laughs> yeah. Real, real damage. Real I mean, damage. Yep. I don't work there anymore, so it'll just be a real felony. <laughs> <laughs> So it'd be a standard crime. Yeah. <laughs> not a, not a work a, crime. Yeah, as opposed to a work investigation. <laughs> that may turn into a real crime, but it doesn't start off like that. <laughs> so that's just a shortcut. You're just taking off yeah. the training wheels. So if you want to do crime, just do it at work? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> no, that's if you want to ease yourself into crime. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yes, Paul. Typically. <laughs> Tell us about some of the crimes you've committed at work, Charlie. Hmm. <laughs> On the podcast. Hmm. <laughs> Thought that is would this, get a bigger reaction from Tony. I'm not going to lie. Is it? Is this where Adam says, I, oh, you've never stolen, like, even a pencil you haven't taken home? Oh. <laughs> you've never stolen, like, even an isotope that you've given to your children to play with? <laughs> not a very active one. I mean, <laughs> I've taken plastic bags. To take things home, you monster! I know. Do you I like to think he brings them back soiled the next day and <laughs> puts them back? <laughs> Do you ever print personal things? Never, never. <laughs> <laughs> I love printing concert tickets at work. <laughs> They're not even for him. He just prints them. <laughs> just printing the last year's Weird Al tickets. I just like remembering what it was like to print the tickets. They're all like commuter printers in the hallway too. So like, it's like a big copy machine. So I'm like 
printing stuff off and then running to it so I could stand in front of it. <laughs> so somebody else will pick up. You have stuff. to shove someone else's like personal effects aside, like their, <laughs> right. their personally printed documents. You have to like sort it out. Like, oh, I just like to think <laughs> that Charlie prints the first two pages of a report, then his concert tickets, and then the last four pages of the report. <laughs> See, that, that's, that's, that's smart. That's smart. You do the combined, like the the acrobat like combined pdf you know function <laughs> and then you can you can interleave you know your your personal documents in there it's the perfect crime Ooh, look at this guy <laughs> paying for adobe creative cloud has access to acrobat pro <laughs> <laughs> hey we're an insurance company okay <laughs> it's just documents the whole thing is documents you're just compounding your crimes using Adobe Acrobat Pro for personal business. Jeez. Do you have Bluebeam, Paul? What's that? Oh, man. Bluebeam rocks. See, I, I think you guys know more about Pro Adobe than I do. I don't even <laughs> think I have Adobe Pro. Then <laughs> how are you able to combine PDFs, Paul? I don't know. Is that a Pro feature? Yeah. You got to pay for that. Yeah. My, that's what my, why my company oh, yeah. does it. What I do at work is I'll print off the PDFs and then I'll <laughs> scan the back end together. <laughs> That's how I make a PDF. Yes, I've done how else that. Wait, wait, what? If I have two PDFs that I need to combine, you print all I print. the documents you need and then you scan them as one file. Yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's what yeah, Pete used to do. <laughs> he would print off all these and then scan them to himself and then he would save the pdf for like the the time exceptions and i'm like pete you can just save it's like it's already in a pdf you can just save it to your computer you don't have to you don't have to print off the pdf scan it to yourself and then make that the pdf <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know there was a save as oh wow for that yeah i mean this is the person who didn't want to fax things because he wanted to keep the document. He wanted to keep the original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just makes intuitive sense that it should be shooting it through the tube. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it's a combination fax machine and shredder. I, you well, know, what do you like about the podcast? If anything, you know, there's so many moments that are, that are small and the, the, it's those little insignificant moments, you know, you have an example. Usually just bits that I try to come up with that don't stick. <laughs> <laughs> like where we, the, the one where we pretend we know about something or what, what was that again? I remember out of our wheelhouse. Yeah, that's what it. That's it. it. Yeah. Where, where we just speculate on something we know nothing about. Yeah. But we speak authoritatively about it. Mm hmm. It's called having a podcast. <laughs> what about <laughs> unsourced hard claims? <laughs> what about sumo, Paul? Oh, oh, well, that like, yeah. I mean, that really—that's the kind of thing that like really crosses over into into real life <laughs> shenaniganza and like, and, like, there's just a, it's at the intersection of a lot of, a lot of different feelings. A lot of feelings. Still think about sumo. Yeah. I feel like, Charlie, at this point, you need to play some sort of like melancholy piano music underneath here. <laughs> Maybe like well, a. Well, Paul's got to make the piano music. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just keep fading in and out as we talk. <laughs> Not only did it take a while to play that well enough, it took a while to turn that into the minor version of that song. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I remember listening to him going, wow, this is sad. <laughs> fits real well for a it's, grounded podcast. Because, I mean, it really just makes you realize how happy the Wings theme is. Yeah. You know? It's just so happy that, uh, you know, you make it minor and it's the opposite. You know what, Paul? You're right. We should do a Grounded for Life podcast. <laughs> I'm going to download it, that show, right now. All 15 seasons. I, I miss Grounded for Life. Oh, five seasons. That is more than I thought. Because well, apparently went to the WB for two seasons. Oh, okay. No wonder. I probably I just, yeah. What's your feelings about Grounded for Life, Charlie? 
I, you remind me what one this is. What is this? The one with uh, Donald Logue. Was it Fox in the early 2000s? Yeah. No, I don't I don't remember it. Or I've never heard of it before, which means I should probably talk about it authoritatively. Here you go. So what do you think about it? My second favorite Donald Logue show. <laughs> <laughs> What's your first favorite Donald Logue show? Terriers. Terriers what? was good. It's like a one ev- it's like a one season show. It was actually pretty good that just never got picked up. Okay, legit. What the hell is Terriers? <laughs> it's like uh, one of those shows that people are like, what are the best like shows that got canceled after one season? FX. Nothing on FX counts. <laughs> That's fair. You know, this isn't like that whatever that Andy Richter detective show was called. Oh yeah. And, what was that called? Doug? And, Andy Barker PI, maybe? Yep, you got it. Andy Barker, P.I. I actually rewatched that recently. When I was home for Christmas, uh, Dad was like, oh, let's watch something. He's like, pulls it off of a pile. How about this? Like, <laughs> he had to remind me what it was. And I was like, yeah, okay. It's pretty great. There's not a lot of, I don't know if there's any streaming options for Grounded for Life. Time to check the Goodwill in Phoenix, Paul. Did it get DVD releases, even? Good question. Time to be the first and last person to Google Grounded for Life DVD. Grounded for Life. Four seasons streaming on Fubo TV. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? (laughs) (laughs) You you just made that up. (laughs) Why does Fubo have seasons one, three, four, and five? What happened to season two? Oh, you gotta you gotta buy that one from Amazon. Apparently, just have like copyrighted music that they <laughs> didn't feel like scrubbing. <laughs> yeah, there's Boobo TV. There was a there was a board game called what? Grounded for Life Family Party Game, and I was really hoping it was licensed. Is it? Uh, no, it's just a generic uh, game that happens to be named after the hit Fox. I think one of my favorite things about the podcast is when we just totally derail everything. Arliss, yeah, Grounded for Life. Yeah. <laughs> like the things we feel strongly about. <laughs> Obscure sitcoms. <laughs> yeah, esoteric entertainment. <laughs> I, got... I, I like when we talk about Frasier. <laughs> it's usually just me bringing it up, but I like that. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how all these shows are, really. Wow, I just searched for a show that I can't even find on Just Watch. What is it? Ed. Remember Ed? Oh, yeah. Really? You can't find that? Ed. Like, there's no entry for it, even. Is that with the talking horse? No, that's Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ed. Ed. Oh. No, this was the one with, um, what's his face? Tom Cavanaugh. Oh, really? Yeah. Julie Bowen, oh, wow. maybe? Yeah. I actually, yeah. He's, a good, he's a good comedian. Yeah. Ran for four seasons. And People really liked that at nothing. the time. Yeah. Mm. Well, he's on the Bob and Tom show. We could write into it. Write into it. <laughs> I like how when I go to the Wikipedia, one of the external links is an article called The Strange Disappearance of Ed, the great show that time forgot. Wow. Now I want to know. The Gabeski Wallace report didn't forget. Now I'm having <laughs> difficulty trying to remember this show. Uh, he was a guy. I think he went back to his hometown or something. And oh, it's the just, bowling? Yeah, the bowling alley. Yeah. Yeah. I like the related searches. Why isn't Ed streaming? I like how this article... Watch Ed like, TV show online free. Like interviewed uh, the creators of the show Ed, and they're basically like, even we don't know why it's not streaming. Wow. They think it's because uh, the show is owned by both Universal and Paramount. Oh. So we need to wait for the coming media singularity. Well, no, we just need to go to Pirate Bay and, uh, or sorry, uh, Paul needs to use his connections to find it on the internet. I love when that that's my favorite part of the podcast. I mean, that's how I'm getting grounded for life, which impressively has all five seasons. In a- well, I think that wraps it up for another edition of the Gobesky Wallace Report. Uh, 15 years. Here's to another 15 years. I'm Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobesky. And special thanks to our three uh, nostalgic guests, I guess. I don't know. We'll let them decide if they're nostalgic or not. But uh, we had Doug Gobesky. So many memories. Paul Wilcox. It was great, as always. And Tony Huff. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to the future.
now that the past is behind you. <laughs> yeah. There's only now, man. We're all looking forward to an ad-filled future. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our show. Make sure to check out our website, GobeskyWallsReport.com. And don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter. Just follow us at GWReport. And we're on the Facebook as well, just like our page, The Gobeski Walls Report. I kind of forgot what was happening. <laughs> it's always so hard with the Twitter, with like the at. Like, you don't have to say at, do you? I don't know. That's a question for the listeners to decide. 